0: Okay, so is the fifth method of re- resolution real? It is. The idea, of, the idea of this fifth method, and we can talk about it in more detail if you like, is, okay, now that, now that we're no longer angry or prideful against each other, okay, what are we going to do about Christmas, right? Uh, you know, are we going to go to my, my parents? Or are we going to go to your, your parents? Or are we going to, right? Suppose that's the issue, right? So one option is that we go to my parents, which is obviously the correct option, right? Another option, which is good, but not quite as good, is that we go to your parents, right? What other possible, are those that, that's it. This is a multiple choice question, and it only has two answers, my parents or your your parents. Is that correct? Is that true or false? False. 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 And that's another, like, thumbprint of the devil, Right? It's another another little thought injection of the devil, right? That the devil, oftentimes, he says this, and I'm sure, like, your boss says this to you, so I'm not saying that your boss is the devil. He may be, but not necessarily. You have two options. Option one is bad. Option two is worse. Limit your losses, right? Pick option one, right? That is, that denies the existence of who? Of God. The author of creativity, for God, there's option one and there's option two. And guess what? There's option three and four and five and six and seven and eight and goes on to infinity because God has an infinite number of options. Back to our Christmas, uh, our Christmas thing, okay? Now we're not angry with each other anymore because when we're angry and prideful against each other, we can't get anywhere, right? So now we're, we're, we're happy, right? And we want to figure out some kind of solution. What are other solutions? You guys told me that is false. There's more options. Okay, what's the third option? Stay home and invite the two parents over here. What's another option? Split the time. Split the time. Split the day. Right? Alternate years. What's another? What's another option? (laughs) There is a compromise within the resolution. See, when you compromise, when you compromise. I want option one. You want option two. Today we're going to do option one. Tomorrow we're going to do option two. After that, we're going to do option one again, then we're going to do option, uh, option two again. We're going to go back and forth like this, right? And sometimes it'll be inconvenient to alternate once every, so because I'm a very generous person, I'll let you have two in a row, but I'm going to have two in a row later, huh? Khalibelek, right? And we need an accountant to keep score on the fridge for us, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me, to make sure at the end of the month, at the end of the year, that it was fair, right? So now you're getting married to your... Any accountants in the room? right? You're getting married to your accountant. You're not getting married to your lover. You're not getting married to the person who wants to... <clears throat> you're not getting married to the person that you want to die for. You're getting... Right? You're getting married to somebody that you need to keep score with. Right? Compromise was never really part of of God's plan. Compromise necessitates one thing, that I want something different than what you want, right? Resolution says, look, I want and you want is never going to work, because we're no longer I and you. Now we're a we. So what do we want, right? We is necessarily not me. We is we, right? We is... What I want, there's merits in what I want, there's merits in what you want, right? So let's find the merits of this, the merits of that, let's try to find a new solution, which will probably be different, خَلِبَيْ than option one and option two, right? It's probably not going to end up being the same, right? So in resolution, it's most common that you don't end up doing what either person initially wanted, Right? So it exists, but it requires conversation, it requires that all the pain and suffering that was part of the conflict is kind of dealt with, right? Hence the reason, there was another question a little further down. Hence the question that um, is is good to have on a bright blue sky day, on a day when you're not, you know, you're not, you know, in a, in conflict, to agree together about how you're going to go about resolving conflict, right? Are you gonna Are you gonna dis, Are you gonna use the ten to ten rule? Are you gonna uh, You know? Are you gonna You know? Find an appropriate time. There was another question also that said something that sometimes is too painful to apologize right away. I agree. Um, oh. Yeah, I agree that sometimes it is very painful. Sometimes it is very, very painful. But the reality is, is that I have probably have a, had a hand in this pain as well, right? So dealing with that, dealing with that pain as soon as possible is is in both of our best interest. But discuss these things. There's no like, there's no right answer. You know, these are principles for you to take and to resolve how you're gonna deal with conflict. For you to take all this stuff, right, and figure out. So there's two parts to the conflict. There's like the psychological and emotional suffering part of the conflict, and then there's the physical issue, right? When are you gonna resolve when are you gonna aim to resolve this and which will end with apology? When are you gonna end to, to to resolve that? which is going to be a process of brainstorming and sitting and trying to empathize with the other person, see the merits and what they're doing. Some couples, what I'll have them do is I'll have them have a little debate where they have to take the other person's position and try to win. When, I, when I'm counseling a couple where, where both of them are win at all costs, right? So they, they enjoy winning for the sake of winning, right? So I'll, I'll have them defend the other person's opinion and they want to win. So in so doing, they start to see the value in the statements that other person is saying. Stuff like that, right? Um, I tend to help my wife most of the time, but she gets that as an excuse not to do what she's supposed to be doing unless I help her. Maybe there's a reason that she's not doing what she's doing. You know... Um, I was counseling another couple and it wasn't until an, it wasn't until he said something she began to cry that I realize I say this all the time to Mary and how deeply hurtful it is. He said he said about his wife he said uh, she said I'm doing my best and he just looked at her square in the face and said no you're not you can do better. And I realized that I, I have said that to my wife and that I feel that in my heart and I've, I, I, I have um, self righteous it, you know, not that that's a verb, you know, but like I've made myself by saying that I have such a high opinion of my wife, I know she can do better. Okay, that's nice you have a high opinion. Uh, I have a high opinion of her, right? But in no ways, in no ways does that excuse me for hurting her. It's very, very, it was very, very painful. I went home that day and uh, I apologized to her and I thanked her that she, that she never brought it up. Like I say, maybe I say these things or I think these things. Mary, Mary can read me. I don't need to say the words. She can read my mind. You know, she has that ability, right? So, uh, so we have to trust each other. We have to trust each other that we're on the same team. I was reading all this stuff before we had our first child and one of the best pieces of advice I found reading like blogs and whatever is that like give it 72 hours from when you have your first child and you're going to feel like the other person isn't trying hard enough, they're not working, right, and that you're a team. Remember, you're a team trying to, to raise, deal with this new person in your life together. Um, how to deal with a recurring problem, having the same discussion over and over again, it seems to complicate things even more. Yeah, very much so. Um, usually having the same conversation over and over again is not helpful. So, either find a different way to have this conversation, or maybe um, maybe see if there is a way that you can discuss it with, uh, with somebody else. Or if, if some, some people are very private, like they just will absolutely not like discuss this with a Buna or a counselor or whatever, um, then, uh, then you can try to find other, like you can agree that we seem to be having the same conversation over and over and going nowhere. Yes, yes, yeah, I agree. Okay, let's both, instead of discussing it right now, why don't we go do some homework? Why don't we go read? Why don't we go listen to a sermon, a podcast, something, right? And bookmark the things that you found helpful and maybe we can share and give it a time limit. Like we're not going to go off You know, into the uh, you know uh, galaxy and never come back. We're going to revisit this uh, next Saturday morning over over breakfast together before the kids get up. Whatever, right? Rami Mata Habibi, I'm so sorry for you. (laughs) Um, What can be done about pain in sex? Um, This is actually a very very common problem. Um, uh, and can happen uh, before childbirth, can happen after childbirth. The causes are, are, there's a multiplicity of them. They can be, they're emotional or psychological only, or they can also be associated with, uh, like, uh, hyperreflexia, like of the of the muscles the, that support your, your, your pelvic floor. There's all kinds of help that can be offered for this. I have actually found that this is, incredibly more common than I imagined. Um, and, um, and there is a lot, a lot of, like, a lot, I, you know, whoever posted this question, thank you. God bless you. Um, and there is a lot, of, a lot of hope for your intimacy and for, um, for your sex life. Um, uh, ask, ask somebody who can give you counsel, but there's a, a very well-described pathway because it's actually a lot more common than you think. I'm not convinced by the 10 to 10 rule. You don't have to be. Different people are different. Uh, Some people need to discuss the entirety of the issue now. And they're night owls. So they can do this till 3 in the morning and they're fine. That's great. But if you're married to a morning person who clocks out Mary after 10, like she doesn't do... Like, that's it. Like, the brain goes off, you know what I mean? And then, we can have fun, we can have a good time and talk and chat and tell jokes, but she's not going to do anything that requires her brain. That's Mary, my wife. I am the night owl who's good till three in the morning. So, I had to just, I just had to accept that I'm not going to get the best of her. I'm not going to get, Mary's an incredible problem solver. She's incredibly creative. I'm not going to have access to that at all after 10 p.m., you know? Right? So, uh, so, discuss it, discuss and see when 's the best time for you guys. Why is compromise bad? I think I talked about it a little bit. We could talk about it one on one so i 'm going through these quickly because i, I don 't want to skip over it, uh, anybody. If we disagree on something and we need to proceed and decide based on one advice who 's to proceed with well that 's what i 'm saying. See how you, where your differences where are are your differences, and how are your different? How can your differences be strengths? How can you complement each other? Right? Agree on this stuff before the conflict, right? Or before the the decision point, right? So on a on a bright blue sky day, you talk about how one person is very punctual, one person is a little bit more loosey goosey with their time, one person is a doer, one person is a thinker, one person is creative, one person is more of a go getter, one person is this, one person is that. That's great. Identify your strengths and how they're different and in what circumstances. Try to write two or three different circumstances in which each strength would be good. And then refer back to that. Right? Well, remember when we discussed this, we discussed that in this circumstance, it would actually be better if you take the lead. So, although, like we need to make a decision right away, I feel differently, this is my two cents. Look, before God, I told you. I think what I think because of this and this and this. Aho. Make the decision, right? And you're responsible for it before God. Because you, God has gifted you with being better in this department. But I'm not blind either. So this is the information I have to share. Look, there's good leadership and good followership, right? Good followership is this. One, choose a good leader to follow. Because if you're not convinced that that leader is good, that's on you. Nobody, nobody forced you to follow that, that leader. Number one. Number two... Use your, use, use your brain and, and think. Be critical. Be analytical. There's nothing wrong with that. Use the faculties God has given you, right? Number three, let your leader know your opinion in a respectful and polite way, right? And forgive me, Abuna, I tell people in church this, in, in my church, in my congregation, this all the time. I want to hear what you're thinking. I want to hear, if you think I'm driving a car off the cliff, if you think I'm driving the church off the cliff and I'm going to destroy it forever, come tell me. I want to know. I want to know what you think. Right? I, want to know, I want to know what you have to say. Right? Number four, settle it in your mind how many times you're going to repeat yourself. Because repeating yourself endlessly is annoying to you and to the leader. Right? So, I think the, num- the number of repetitions is somewhere between two and three. When you get to four, most, most of the time people get annoyed. But it's up to you. You decide for yourself. I'm going to tell my leader once, twice, three times, four times what I think. Takes it, he takes it. He doesn't take it, he doesn't take it. After that, number five, I trust in God and I trust my leader. Right? And in my humble opinion, this does not necessarily apply to like the, the like the, the man or the father of the house or whatever. It applies to the person who has been gifted or developed the most strengths in that department. Right? One of you is more financially savvy when it comes down to a decision about finances that needs to be made right now, and you haven't had enough time to resolve it and discuss it and so on, you can try to defer the decision, you can try, to, you can try all these things, but at the end of the day, if a decision just needs to be made, defer to the person who is, who's better, better with the finances, and trust them, and trust God. Trust God. I promise you, I promise you, trust God, and it'll be worth it. You, you put, put up your hand. You're directing your words to the man as the leader or the woman, or both? Both, because Mary, again, give me real examples from our lives. Mary is very task oriented. I have become, I used to be very task oriented. Over time, I've become very relationship oriented. I have no sense of time whatsoever. It started off on purpose, and now it's just become my, my modus operandi, right? When I'm with you, I'm with you. I have no idea what else is going on. So I had to hire an assistant at church because my confessions could take four hours. I'm enjoying myself and you're enjoying yourself and Jesus is enjoying himself. We are Hayas, right? But there's people outside, right? Lined up to the door, right? It's not practical, right? So, right? When she knocks on the door, I'm obedient. Although, I, I, although I'm the one who engaged her. I'm, the, I'm her boss, right? God's all of our boss. But anyways, Right? So I've committed that I'm going to listen to her, right? She plans my schedule, she plans my day, and then I'm the leader. I don't listen to nobody. Well, why do I hire her, right? Like, what's the point? I'm telling you somebody I work with, right? At home. Um, Mary, is, Mary has an incredible sense of taste, right? We were doing a, a renovation, right? I learned. I learned something. In the beginning, I used to always say my opinion, it was not useful. It was not useful, right? Like, we both agree that it was a waste of time, right? Right? So I stopped saying anything, right? I realized that that made the the experience dry and boring for Mary. And Mary is our, like, creativity engine, right? So I need to help her. I need to grease the wheels. So she asks me a question. I used to say, I used to say the other word of advice my father-in-law gave me on my, during the, our wedding reception. He turned to his wife and he said, if there's one thing I've learned that she should just always say, he looks at his wife, he looks at me and he says, Mesh yeah. <laughs> Right? So in our home renovation process, here I was, Mesh <laughs> Yamedem. right? Do you think this or that? Do you think this color that color? Mesh right? So she feels like she's alone. Right, so take her twice as long to get something done. So I realized, you know what? She wants my opinion, although it's useless. Right? It's useless to the. It's useless to me and to the end to the project, but it's useful to her. Right? So she's the leader. Thank God. Y'all come visit us. You'll know who to praise. Right? Not me. Right? So it, it would have been a disaster for us, huh? It wasn't for your opinion. Yeah, it would, be, it would have been a disaster for us to say, "I'm the man. I'm the leader. I decide what paint colors." Right? It would have been an absolute, an absolute disaster. Right? disagree. I think this is mostly yeah, where this question, question is, is coming yes. from. It's like, it's, it's a dead end now, and somebody yes. needs to take a decision. Yes. My suggestion to you is that, is that number one, that it's actually never a dead end. Uh, like, uh, like, from an absolute perspective, the, just the issue is time. Like, the issue is a decision needs to be made now, right? There will always be there will always be another option which can be, which can be evaluated. And there's the other thing that limits us is fatigue. Like, we, we can't keep discussing this forever because we need to move on with our lives, even if there's no time. In that circumstance, my suggestion, and this is not like the doctrine of the church or the whatever, this is my suggestion, Abuna Krolis can correct me, is that you've had this discussion about who's, who's stronger than who in what areas, right? And in that at that point, you tell the person, look, you're the one who's better with our finances. I I really don't think, I really think we should go for the more expensive option, blah, blah, blah. But we agreed that when it's going to come to a, a decision, in our, that I defer to you, right? We agreed that when it's going to come to a decision, and I really, really, really didn't want to put our, 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 our daughter, who's two and a half, in any kind of daycare or school I'm not against daycare I'm not against all that right? I just I just feel that the best the person nobody's gonna care for our daughter better than we are right And I felt that way from before marriage and I and we discussed that from before marriage and it was non-negotiable for me right And from before marriage I was willing to give up my career if my wife wants to carry on with her career, I'll stay home and take care of the kids and we had these conversations. From before marriage, right? Now our daughter's two and a half. My wife feels that it will be best for her and for us and for everybody if we put her into a nursery for two and a half days a week or two, day, two half days a week, right? I'm like, we discussed this, right? But it took me some time to come around to realize that, you know what, Mary is the one who spends the most time with our daughter, and quite frankly, She does know her better than I do, right? So I'm going to tell Mary exactly why I think what I think as clearly as I can. And then I'm going to trust God and I'm going to trust her. You know what? It was like the best thing that we did in the second half of this year, right? Like our daughter has grown enormously and I've come full circle on it, right? But sometimes you don't. Sometimes the other person makes a decision and you still kinda of disagree you know, you still kinda of disagree. But you just have to trust God. Remember God is bigger than all of these things. This or that or you know, a couple of thousand dollars in your bank account here or there, here today, gone tomorrow. God gives you a bonus, God gives you this, God is rich. I think that's all the time we have. Yeah. yeah.